run your life and you don't have a sense of self anymore running from school to work to activities i mean we're burnt out and feel like a hot mess most of the time when you have a free minute do you find yourself hiding in your closet or your car because even the bathroom isn't a sacred place anymore is your life so full that when you go to schedule a happy hour it's 12 months out we want you to know that you are not alone we get it trust us we love our kids but being in the thick of it is stressful and they don't make a book of rules for this stuff I'm Keisha, a newly divorced mom of two, working hard to chase my dreams and starting my life over from scratch. I'm Rebecca, a 40-ish corporate working mom of two littles, married to my high school sweetheart, losing my mind on the daily, just ask my kids. We want this podcast to be the escape from your overly scheduled life and that reminder that you're not alone in this mom life journey. We are here losing it too. So turn up the volume and grab your drink of choice because giving up a cocktail as a mom is never an option. Cheers. Cheers. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast. Thank you all for tuning in and listening to our fun girl chat, craziness, mom life, all the things. <laughs> How are you, Rebecca? I'm doing all right. It's not too bad today. <laughs> not too bad, but I will say um, it's getting darker earlier. Mm. Well, in the morning, I noticed it the last two days, but I realized it's going to shift after the time changes, which oh by the time God. this goes out, it probably would have changed. They're not doing the whole no daylight savings. I looked it up this morning because they're not now when I woke up because usually, you know, I leave out the house super early and I, I know when the daylight is typically coming out. But the past two days, I was like, why is it so dark at seven o'clock in the morning? Even the kids, when they woke up mm-hmm. yesterday, they were like why is this so dark? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so I looked it up and it, it's on the calendar. They're doing daylight savings. By the time this goes out, it'll, it'll have but happen. We have the, the time thing. change or you're saying we're not doing the time change. We are. We are. Uh, yeah. I know. I was getting excited. I thought you were saying they weren't doing that. No, 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 no. Uh, they are. Nothing's been passed from like a legislative perspective. So it's the dumbest thing when you have kids, the dumbest thing. It's so annoying. But anyway, yeah, I know. That's a whole nother argument. I think we talked about last year. <laughs> we did. My qualms with daily savings time. So, I know. But anyway, yes. I know we want to talk about something that I, me and my husband have been having this like debate. My husband even put a thing on Facebook about it. And that's tipping. Mm-hmm. The tipping in general now, we uh, first of all, I'm just going to give the disclaimer. I'm not like a cheap person. I'm not trying to say don't tip people, but where's the line anymore? You know, like where's mm-hmm. the line with you go to Panera Bread now and it's like the same thing you always did. But now the thing tells you, like it prompts you to tip. Yeah. I don't remember I've tipped at Panera Bread before. They even make you put your dishes away. Right. Yeah. I might tipping you to ring me up and do your job i'm not understanding that like starbucks again not really understanding it like if someone can provide clarity for me i would like to know because i thought these (laughs) people that are getting paid a decent wage to do their jobs am i wrong like (laughs) no i don't understand it um i i I get it from a standpoint of people who are actual wait waiters and waitresses because from what i know that's I've never been one, but from what I know, they don't get paid normal wage. They get paid like pennies. So they do work for their tips. Right. Totally. But, yes. But like you said, to these places like Panera, Starbucks, 
all these places that you go that get paid, you know, above waiter and waitress pay, um, the tip option is very weird because they're, and I hate to say Starbucks maybe a little bit, but a lot of these other places, like they're not going above and beyond for anything that's tip worthy. Right. So, yeah. The other (laughs) one is takeout. So this yes. is controversial because I, I've heard mixed things about certain places, the people bringing you out and that packaged your food are a waiter or waitress, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I don't, I don't know. Like if you go to like Cheesecake Factory and you pick up takeout, isn't that person that's bringing you up? They're not a waiter or waitress running around. So I'm kind of yeah. it. And my husband's point is why because a lot of these places want you to pre-tip because you're pre-paying before you go get your food right so they're asking you to tip before number one you even know if your food's right number two you even know if anybody was polite to you inside or any of the mm-hmm. thing you're expected to tip them 20 percent to pick up takeout like that's crazy so takeout is the one that's really perplexing to me like do you don't you does it matter if you have a relationship with the business and they know who you yeah. are and they know your order or you go pick up Joe Schmo restaurant on the street. Are you supposed to give them 20% for takeout? I, I don't That's know. a lot. That's a lot. Um, I typically don't. Unless, don't. like you said, if it's, and I mean, I can't speak to picking up an order. I, I don't think I've ever been prompted to tip in advance. Well, I guess you, I don't know. But when you go to pick up an order, like if you're going to Cheesecake Factory or even like your local pizza place, like I'm. You're you're putting my food in a bag, thank you. But that's that's not tip worthy. Like that's not twenty percent tip worthy. When I would tip the person if I was in a restaurant who's bringing me a fork, who's bringing me ketchup and my drinks and all that kind of like that's different. That's what I think too. But like mm-hmm. it, my husband put a post on Facebook and it did evoke a lot of emotions. Well, what so, did people say? What was like the consensus? Some people think that if you're going to get takeout, that that's like a luxury and you you should tip those people. Like some people think that you should tip Starbucks. You should tip a coffee shop. You should tip everybody. And I'm just like, where do we get so tip crazy? And so I'm, not, what are they... I'm not a cheap person, people. Like I'm not. I'm not a cheap person. I just don't know where the line is. No one is tipping me to do my job. Like that's the part. That's the part. <laughs> and, and I'm I gonna say that service oriented business. No one's. I was. Yes. I was just about to say from a customer service perspective, because I've never worked in a restaurant, but I've obviously worked in retail for 50, 11 years. And I never, there was one time I worked somewhere that was commissioned and, and that was terrible. Um, but other than that, I've never worked anywhere that was commissioned. So it's like, even from that standpoint, like people will come up and say, you know, if I gave a good service or anyone on my team gave good service, they're like, you know, oh, so-and-so, you know, so-and-so helped me. Like she was amazing. Like I just wanted to tell you so she gets credit for it. There is no credit. We're right. doing our job. Like that is our job. That's what we get paid to do. We're not getting paid any more, any less. We're not getting tipped. We go above and beyond. We're helping you set up your fitting room. We're helping you, you know, pick out clothes. We're being basically stylists for our pay. There's no tip for that. Right. And I think that is going above and beyond. But the person who bagged my stuff at, you know, wherever, the person who made my drink at Starbucks, like, thank you for making it right. But, <laughs> you I know. know, I don't know. I don't Unless know. you go above and beyond. I don't know. Yeah, there's like... Even like if you're in your car and they clean the windows. So I was on the phone with a coworker mm-hmm. when that happened. And he's like, oh, I'm in Jersey. I got to tip them. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, first of all, I never have cash on me. If you're cleaning my window, tr- yeah. you're assuming I have dollar bills on me that I do not have. So you're not getting anything but my thank you. 
I'm sorry. Like, don't clean my window. I didn't ask you to. Like, you know what I mean? He And I was like, you're really going to tip it? He's like, yeah, I have to. I'm like, no, don't. I've never heard that. Now, now I feel super cheap. I feel like I'm the one in the wrong. Me too, I guess. And then, so we just had our kitchen redone. Are you, mm-hmm. so there was, I don't know, five different contractors in here under the same company doing work. Are we supposed to tip them for doing our hardwood floors, for doing the cabinets, for doing your my backsplash? It's awkward. Mm-hmm. Are you supposed to tip them? Are you not? Whereas if someone's coming in and delivering your furniture, you would tip them. So there's just no like rhyme or reason for anything. And I do feel like more and more people are expecting a tip these days. That is, yeah, I I don't know. Right? I don't know. Like some people give their like mailman a tip at the end of the year, like in a a Christmas gift. I'm like, you are. Wow. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know my mail person. Maybe that's why I don't feel like I need to give my gift. But like, and I understand like maybe a gift, like, you know, gift card or gift bag, but to consider that a tip, like that's sweet. Like, yes, I could see like giving, you know, your mail person a Christmas gift or card, you know, give the bus driver that takes our kids to school, like a gift card, like stuff like that. But like to, to, consider that a tip like again like you said you're delivering my mail so you're doing your job what is above and beyond with that even like I think of tip as above like you went above and beyond like let me thank you for your services uh, outside of a restaurant right agree totally agree I just don't know where this got so crazy and I think I also think that like when you're doing like like your hair, a massage, your nails. Like I I get that too. Like you're providing a service. But even like that gets crazy because it's expected yeah. to give 20% on all of that. I think that's crazy. I just Especially like for some of the hair that I pay for and the hairstyles and the hairstylists. Like, I, I don't know. Because yeah. I think their, their prices are already, <laughs> including a tip in my mind. In certain yeah. cases, it depends. I know it's just a slippery slope. And then I happened to stumble upon this article about restaurants and this restaurant in Georgia apparently is charging customers for bad parenting. Now the (laughs) article doesn't, it's Tokyo Riverside restaurant in Georgia. It's not anywhere around here, Mm -hmm. but from what I was reading in the article, these parents who are claiming their children were angels are getting like $50 added to their bill for their the restaurants saying that their kids were being bad i I don't know what's like what does that even mean like your kids what does that mean and the the way i read the article to me when i read it i read that they were adding that to like it seemed like to anyone who had kids which is not fair because you're going out to a restaurant as a family so you're going to bring your kids now if your kids are acting like complete you know complete and utter chaos running around disturbing you know the other guests something like that even that, like, I can't it's see you people. charging for that. I can see you being kicked out or saying, you know, control your kids. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can you legally charge people for that? That's crazy. I don't know. Apparently so. I don't know. I mean, but I, from what I was reading, it just said, like, families are like, my kid was on their iPad the whole time. Why are you charging me right. $50? They didn't even, like, speak. That you is know? crazy. I mean, I would, I mean, I can only imagine what my husband would have to say about that. If we got $50 added to our bill with our kids, like he would lose his mind, but I definitely don't think I would be tipping anybody. I'd be walking right out that restaurant, pay my bill and I'd be like, bye. Yeah. And your tip would be that I would share your information all over the internet. That part. Like why? That, 
it was mind-boggling when you said that to me yeah so i mean what do you do like let's say the server was amazing and then you know the owner has this policy that you just didn't know and adds 50 dollars to your check do you tip the waiter or waitress now on top of like paying 50 dollars, which is probably more than you'd be tipping like that's crazy that is crazy i don't know that's what a lot of money i don't know i don't know either and that's something I feel like as a restaurant, like you can't just surprise somebody at, like put that at the bill, like on the bill at the end, like you should have it be plastered somewhere or up front. Like we charge $50 for people who have kids it's from what it seems, not even just like kids who are disrupting, but like just kids in general, which is crazy. Although completely just thinking about this, I would not be opposed just like how they have adult only resorts. If mm-hmm. I had the only restaurants, I would not be mad at that. If you are a couple and you want to go out and not have children present, you should be able to go to some random restaurants that are adult only. And I have kids, but I get it. Yeah. But I feel like that's already kind of a thing. Cause if I think of somewhere that's like more of a bar or somewhere that's even like a little bit, um, you know, more upscale or fancy. I, I, I wouldn't expect to see kids there. Oh, listen, you do. I, I really, like, I wouldn't. Like, if I'm thinking of like Del Fresco's and fill it up, like, yeah. I should not. Are you serious? I, dude, not even <laughs> in a clock at night and there were children in there. Are you serious? I, I kid you not. See, something like that, I kind of assume that there wouldn't be kids there. Wow. Or like Ruth Chris, or I don't know. I cannot even tell you how many times me and Brahim have went out on date night and it's late. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why are these children even awake? And I'm not talking like our kids age. Like, like babies or little. Yeah. Year olds. And I'm just like, mm. you know, I don't want to judge, but like, what's going on here? Maybe they're, I keep saying to Brahim, like, maybe they're on vacation. And like, when you're on vacation, your kids are out later, but they're at these like really high end restaurants where no kids eating a Del Fresco steak. Like, let's be real. I've never seen that before. See, I picture something like that and I've seen it at like Applebee's or like, you know, Fridays. Yep. And it's like, okay, I get it. But no. If you're going to bring your kids to a nice restaurant, just make sure they're well behaved. Yeah, <laughs> or good like luck. Them. Or get charged $50. <laughs> yeah, especially so, this specific restaurant. But yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. So speaking of restaurants and speaking of Georgia and actually so I don't know if anybody knows but there's this guy he's like a um pretty much a big influencer his name is Keith Ling and he is like a restaurant reviewer but not like he's I don't know he's like not your typical restaurant reviewer because he's so chill so like I think it started out as more of like a I won't say a funny thing but like he took off because he's a little awkward and his reviews are like he's like holding this you guys can't see me but he's like holding his hands with like his fingers touching and he's like talking at the camera like very bland very like just like monotone um but he'll do a review and he'll like rate the restaurant like the food and stuff like one out of ten like blah blah blah. um and then I don't even know, like just took off. Now it's like any, like he has the magic touch, whatever place he goes to. And he doesn't go to like necessarily like fancy restaurants. Like he'll go to like a food truck. He'll go, he'll go to places that kind of need like that, that magic touch and that love. So it's also like, he's like blessing these businesses wow. because if he does a review and gets like amazing food, like people just take like what he says for gold. And then that restaurant is like viral business booming the next day like can't even like control the line wow and and he's from what i know 
I think he lives or is based in um in Vegas. So now he's kind of like going around doing like a little food tour with his family. <laughs> and he was in, oh my God, he was in Atlanta and, or he might still be in Atlanta at this point. I don't know how long he's going to be there, but I don't know. And I've been to Atlanta before only like a couple of times. Um, and people complain so much about Atlanta restaurants because they say that like, they just have all these extra rules and regulations. The service is bad. Um, the, the waits are super long. You can't get takeout like pretty much anywhere. You can look up a restaurant like on Google or Yelp and it say, you know, oh, they're open on Tuesday at from 10 to five and you go at 11 o'clock and they're closed for deep cleaning, like just random things like with Atlanta restaurants in general. So he's going and he is like, well, not, and he's not doing anything in a malicious way. He's just giving a very honest review. He went to Candy's restaurant. So he went to Candy's restaurant and she had, she responded to, so he went to her restaurant and so he'll send his wife or mom or family or someone else in. Cause at this point now, if he goes in, they're going to serve him. They're going to give him like, you know, a plus treatment. So mm -hmm. went in, I think they said it was like an hour and a half wait um, for Candy's restaurant, like OLG. Um, they weren't doing any takeout. They weren't, um, what else? I don't know. Just something happened. Like when his mom and sister went in, then when he went in, all of a sudden they were like, rest a uh, table will be ready in five minutes like oh, just wow. do all this and, and he said he was like I don't want any special treatment like like how did it go from an hour and a half to five minutes and they were like well you know we're gonna make accommodations for you so he uh -huh. was like you know no like it's cool like I'm you know I'm just gonna go somewhere else or whatever and it, you know of course that went viral so it was like candy better get on your game you better get <laughs> and this is candy burst from real housewives of Atlanta <laughs> if no one knows who candy is um but, and then she like responded and said, you know, like, sorry, like we can't do takeout because we're so busy on the weekends. Like, like a very classy response. He went to another restaurant. This is actually before he went to Candy's and the person like clapped back with like so much shade. Like, like who even is Keith Lee? Like did it like just so classless and it's just, it's going crazy on the internet. Like I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> um, it is crazy. I would like to hear his take on tipping. And oh yeah, bad service. Do you still tip the twenty percent? Like, is it really the waiter or waitress's fault? And like, what if the food sucks? What do you you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would love to hear his take on something like that because he he's like living the restaurant life right now. He is. He um actually uh one of the videos I saw. I forget what restaurant he went to. Um, but again, like a little small mom and pop type restaurant. Um, had like really good food, amazing service. Like he said, the waiter was like just so bomb so he tipped I, th I think he said he tipped a thousand dollars what and like just because he's just like blessing people at this point because he's just like skyrocketed so he's like famous has money all that kind of stuff which is great like I love that um yeah. but then he said that he asked I think the owner and this is oh my god this is another part of tipping too he asked the owner do they have to split the tips and the owner said yes but he was like trying to like tip and bless his specific waiter so then I think he waited until like either waiter got off or they went outside the restaurant and he physically tipped the waiter like his own thousand dollars. So that's another thing too. Like I've like, again, I've never worked in a restaurant, so I don't understand how that part works. But if you're doing like such a dope, amazing job and your coworkers are slapping, slacking and you're getting like a great, you know, a, a few good 20% or more tips, you have to split that. Like, I don't, I don't understand how that works. Yeah, I don't like that. I wouldn't. I mean, I guess that's maybe why some restaurants have a hard time finding servers because they don't want to do that. Yeah. 
That's weird. That's a good so question. Crazy. Yeah, I have no idea. So that's it's very interesting. Interesting, because well, I'm going to Atlanta in a few days because we're actually recording. Oh yeah, I'll I'll look them up and see what restaurants. Because I did want to go to LLG, but I can't even be an hour and a half to eat. <laughs> I guarantee you, if you go on a weekend, it's going to be like an hour and a half. Oh, is Blaze is in uh, Atlanta too, right? Yeah, that's I think like her steakhouse one. It's like a steakhouse or seafood type of restaurant. Oh, OLG is like my children. <laughs> <laughs> OLG is like the, you know, I guess more. It's, it's still a restaurant, casual. but more casual. Yep, southern type of yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'm gonna look him up. We'll. I'll. Keisha will send it to me, and I'll put it in the show notes. So if anybody could, has, because I've never heard of him, so I'll mm-hmm. check him out. Anybody listening can check him out too. And I'll post yeah. article about the restaurant in Georgia where mm-hmm. you go just so a heads up you might get charged $50 if you got kids <laughs> wild <laughs> crazy wild world. wild I know but yeah and, but... and email us because I'm curious what people do for tipping like I said I don't want to be cheap I don't want to be weird I just want to know like what's the standard anymore you know I don't mm-hmm. I don't know it just seems like it's gotten a little bit out of control and you never know who to tip and when and how much and it's just I, I don't know I do feel a certain way not because I don't get tipped at my job but because I don't know where the line is like at all. Like it's just, it's gone over the line so far that everybody wants to tip and I'm going to start putting my hand out if that's the way it is. (laughs) Yeah, no. And this is something that just came to me too. I feel like a little bit of this could also be from a corporation or from a company standpoint, like let's say Panera Bread or Starbucks or somewhere that they may not necessarily want to give their employees an increase or pay them more. So they're like adding the tip feature to help to add that buffer or be like, you know, you should be working harder for your tips instead of no, you guys should be just paying us more. Good you point. know what I mean? Yeah. So they should be paying them more. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a good way around it. All right, corporations, listen up. <laughs> Do better. Do better. Oh my God. All right, are we ready? Four. Okay. I will go first with my shot. So because we actually are shocker, I know recording in advance. I don't know if my company is up or down, so I will not shot to that. But I'm going to shot to just stress in general and feeling like no matter what you do, no matter what I do, I cannot like I wear this aura ring and it now gives you stress monitoring throughout the day. And I feel like I will red light, I will sauna, I will hot tub, I will read before I go to sleep, I will meditate, I will do all these things. And no matter what I do, I'm like in this exceptionally high stress level all the time. And I I just don't know what else to do, you know? And yes, part of it's my job, but part of it's like having kids, being a mom, juggling all the things. And it's like, I shouldn't take a shot to being stressed out all the time and not really knowing how to handle it or what to do because I'm at, I don't know what else I can do. I feel like I'm doing all the things and nothing helps. Mm-hmm. So, well, I know yeah. what can help, but it's <laughs> the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like as you get older and I'm sure, you know, like certain things that you can do on a daily basis, like that are probably very small to like help to either alleviate stress or just bring you like little pockets of joy or little pieces of you time and stuff like that. But that's even sometimes hard to get and can be very few and far between, but you have to like make time or know what you can do to help like 
you know, decrease your stress. And I don't know, it's hard. You're going to be, I feel like just in general, the the society we live in as women, as moms, as, you know, working people, like you're going to have at least a baseline of stress, <laughs> but you oh. know, it's like, what can you do to help not be like over the edge? I don't I know. know. I feel like I am doing some things. Like I probably do more things to mitigate it than most just because yeah. I mean, I'm grateful. Like I have a sauna. Like we, I do the sauna most of the time. I, I meditate. Like I'm, I try to like journal and like, I feel like I do things and this doesn't help. So mm-hmm. I actually have a test. I did an adrenal gland test, a saliva test with my doctor. So I'm curious to say if that's like my adrenals are just shot from stress, mm-hmm. which could be causing it too. But, but anyway, mm-hmm. just a shot for generalized stress being a mom and a worker and just in today's world. And it sometimes sucks the life out of you, literally. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. Definitely shot worthy. Uh, what are you taking a shot for this week? I wonder how many times we've been recording this podcast and I've taken to a shot to something to do with my weight um, <laughs> or or working out. My shot is to, um, and I told you, it's a little late now because when this airs, hopefully I'll be more consistent, but just... The up and down of not being consistent going to the gym. I did so well. Um, when did I start back? I think it was like early September late August, early September, um, maybe for like three weeks or so, I was like back to my four days a week going crazy. And then I got my hair done. And (laughs) so shot to that shot to, you know, natural hair problems. And I got um, a sew-in, which has some of my hair left out, but it has to be pressed, it has to be straight. And obviously when you work out it, um, yeah, it, causes you to sweat so my hair would be looking crazy so that just completely like threw me off of my game and now I'm just back in back in braids but back into the okay I gotta get back on track I feel like I'm just always starting from scratch which sucks like every time you stop you're just starting over again and yeah it's just I know it's like I know the things to do I've lost a significant amount of weight before I've been in shape pretty good shape before but it's just it, it's the consistency of it. So shot to that. Listen, that's, I think, you know, we're all kind of dealing with that to some degree, but you're, you're keep getting back up and trying. And that's all that matters. <laughs> right? You keep, you're not, you're like, not just throwing in the towel saying like, ah, this is just what I'm happy. Cause you're, if you're not happy with your body, you're doing something about it. So mm-hmm. no matter how many times you stop, you get right back up. So it's, it's good. Thank you. Not positive, good. positive Patty. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what are you taking a toast to? I'm taking a toast because when this airs, I will be on vacation. So I'm taking a toast <laughs> to being on vacation and trying to get away from the stress that I just thought <laughs> about. I know that has to help. It I has hope, to. I hope. Oh, I pray that I can somehow remove myself from the day to day and relax. And we're going to Disney World, Universal. Like we're seeing my brother-in-law. So we have some stuff to look forward to. Stuff to, I, you know, just. It seems like the trip we booked it like not that long ago. So it's like coming up quick and we're not mm-hmm. doing like the overly like eight days in Disney or anything. So it should be more relaxing and chill than we've done in years past. So I'm hoping that yeah. I'm looking forward to just not being involved in the chaos that is the day to day. Yes, that and alone should help myself in the chaos of Disney World. <laughs> But it's still got to be better than this. <laughs> it has to. It's a good stress. Good stress versus bad stress. Yeah, agree. Yeah. So good. my cheers is too. What are you taking a toast to? Mine is, and I already told you, um, it's so silly, but it is a pretty big deal to me. So I've had um, 
Xfinity Mobile, which uh, unfortunately I, I don't recommend. This is not like, you know, a review type of place, but <laughs> I don't recommend. I got it because I had Xfinity and you get like your phone playing with them for like super duper cheap. So I was like, I might as well try it. But what happened was when I now like commute on the train, like so often to work, I have zero, zero, zero signal. Like, not zero. I have barely enough to like just listen to a podcast <laughs> or enough to maybe like have something pop up. But other than that, I'm stuck on the train for an hour at a time. So that's two hours a day with like not being able to do stuff and be productive. Like imagine how much time you could have if you were on a train for an hour. And yeah. so long story short, so I switched and now I'm back. I had AT&T years ago. I had it for years um, and I'm back with AT&T and <laughs> I already told you like my first train ride to work um, after switching, like I got so much done. I felt <laughs> so productive uh, and not only just like switching to have a new service, but I got a new phone because, you know, we get a new phone plan. You can like upgrade or blah, blah. Um, and I haven't had a new phone in years. I had the iPhone 11. And it had a cracked screen probably like three or four times at this point that I've gotten like replaced. So it was it was time to upgrade. Um, so now I also have the beauty of having like a new phone. Logan is like more excited than me. I'm like, you know, this is not yours, right? He's like, but you got the iPhone 15. I just want to touch it. It's titanium. You don't care. Like, I really don't care. I do care about the fact that it's new and it has obviously a better camera. It keeps a charge for longer. Like the fact that I don't have to charge my phone, like, but in the morning and then pretty much at the end of the day is mind-boggling to me like <laughs> it's the just thing. the little thing so cheers to that <laughs> Brahim my husband felt the same thing he was just got out of an iPhone 10 so you two were like <laughs> living your best life in the in the 2000s the early 2000s <laughs> so bad <laughs> cheers to new phones yes. new shout phones. out to Apple <laughs> yes all right well Thanks. thank you for tuning in everyone Yes, have a good week. Cheers. Cheers to you, new happy hour bestie. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast and your drinks too. And girl, if any of this resonated with you, go on over to our show page and leave us a review or you can join us in our Facebook community to keep the conversation going. 